And if you're new here, welcome. I'm so glad that you're here. Hey, I got a question for you. Have you ever seen a caterpillar metamorphose into a butterfly in its entirety? If not, oh my gosh, I highly recommend that you go online and watch a video on it. I'm sure there's something on YouTube. And if you're somebody on TikTok, I recommend you going to Kurt Nickel 99. Go to his page and watch. He has two or three short videos that are the most incredible thing I've ever seen to see the entire process of that metamorphosis and how that happens and and the reason it, it happens and has to happen the way it is. It just blows your mind. I mean, there's plenty of, you know, pictures that show like the various stages of um, transitioning for a caterpillar to a butterfly. But to get the full understanding and effect, I think you need to see it. And so you might even be asking yourself, what the heck is this week's topic about? And what does this butterfly metamorphosis have anything to do with this week's topic? And I'm going to tell you it has everything to do with it because we're talking about the phases of personal growth and development. And before we dive right into that, get any deeper, please let me introduce myself. Hi there, my name is Dr. Kelly Ray, and I'm a mindset coach counselor, notably known as the inner critic tamer. And I am passionate about helping others just like you and me, who have, you know, gone through some things that we don't necessarily like to, you know, blast out on social media or anything, but we know we want to do better because it improves the quality of our lives and it helps make the people around us their lives even more enriched right I'm obsessed with teaching others how to tame their inner critic that inner childhood conditioning or as I say undo some of that crap that happened to you along the way that at times maybe either keeps you stuck or trips you up or causes you to doubt yourself and help teach you how to heal that in order to live the vibrant life that you are designed to live. And during this episode, we're gonna be talking about the stages of personal growth. I feel it's relative to talk about it as I know not only myself, but others are going through their own growth and having this knowledge is helpful. Sometimes it's just understanding the phases or stages of certain things that help doesn't make necessarily the process go any quicker or faster or that, but it does give an insight as to this isn't going to last forever. I'm not always going to feel this way, which is why I thought we should talk about that. Have you ever felt stuck or found yourself asking, what is my purpose? What am I doing and what is the reason for my existence? And I know that those are some big questions. And and it doesn't have to necessarily be that big to go through a personal growth. Sometimes we're kind of thrusted into um, growth that we're not even planning for. Most of the time, I would say those things just kind of gradually happen. And so if you're 
been asking yourself these kinds of questions or wondering what you're supposed to do next or is there any more in it for me and I don't mean that in a selfish way but sometimes we get stuck in a rut we get stuck in you know doing the same thing day in and day out and it can feel like like your life lacks a little luster but you're not really sure what to do because you're comfortable but you're kind of getting uncomfortable in that comfortability that's all part of what we're going to be talking about today. Personal growth and development is the process of improving oneself by realizing your potential, expanding your consciousness, setting goals, and continuously enhancing the quality of your life. Sounds fun, right? Or maybe not so much. If you're going through this process and asking these profound questions, you're likely wondering if it's supposed to be this hard. And you're probably asking, is it really worth all of this? The answer is yes and yes. The process of personal growth can be overwhelming and sometimes all-consuming. Luckily, There are stages to personal growth, and once you understand them, it makes navigating them a little bit more comfortable. Hopefully, I can help you understand the process and make you feel a bit less maybe alone or like you're going it by yourself or that you're feeling a little confused or lost or wondering what end is up. So let's talk about, I got four stages for you here. The first stage is unconsciousness. This stage can also be known as the pre-awakening. Some people never move past this stage. This is a place where being a victim is normal. People in this stage rarely take responsibility for their actions and often blame others and the world for their problems. They believe that everything just happens to them and they have no control over their lives. They may feel hopeless to the thought of ever breaking out of these thoughts and actions. This stage can also be very routine and repetitive, like you're living your life on autopilot. Feelings during this time may include anger, bitterness, resentful, resentment, guilt, a lack of motivation, and even apathy. People in this stage also tend to struggle with anxiety, overthinking, and perfectionism. The second stage is known as awareness. This stage can also be known as an awakening. That seems to be a term we hear a lot these days, or more like woke. You know, that's what everybody's saying is this woke person. Well, what is that? It's kind of being aware of your surroundings, being aware of maybe some changes, aware of some shifts happening. This is typically when a person realizes that they can't keep doing the things the same way they've always been doing them. They know that something has to change, right? For instance, you 
can't sit around all day and not do any physical movement and hope that you're going to not gain weight, not lose muscle mass, and, and not feel fatigued. It's, it's not going to happen. And then when you go to try to do something about it, it seems hard until you do it consistently and then it becomes a new way of being. This is also typically when people start to ask questions like, who am I? What am I doing? Why am I here? What am I supposed to do next with my life? This is the hardest stage because you start to question everything that you've been taught, including your beliefs, which if you've been with me for any significant amount of time, you know that the beliefs that we hold are the biggest things that I talk about. Everything is mindset. And mindset is our beliefs, what it is, where we derive them from, what we have adopted to believe is true. And quite often, those get operated from an automatic state. You know, for example... Growing up, you may have been someone who believed in Santa Claus and how exciting that was to think, you know, that on Christmas Day that Santa brought you presents and, I mean, just the excitement of it all, the tree, the the ornaments, maybe you put out cookies and milk the night before for Santa Claus and all of that that's super super exciting and fun and 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 you believe every year you believe that you know you go sit on them at the mall take your picture with them tell them what you want for christmas and then magically some of that stuff shows up on christmas super exciting until one day maybe you're in school and one of your friends you you guys are talking about Christmas or something and they tell you that there is no santa claus or that they don't believe in santa claus and it causes that crack in our own belief system. And I don't know that cracks are necessarily a bad thing because there's growth that happens in there. There's opportunities. So you can either continue to, to believe on some level that maybe it's the magic of Christmas and what all of that means to you, tradition, uh, you know, the things, the little things that you do to get excited over the holiday as opposed to continuing to believe that there's a, a fluffy suited man in a red suit with a big beard coming down your chimney. Again, nothing wrong with that. It's just we outgrow our beliefs often. But the thing is, people are not consciously aware that they're doing that. As long as they're not a negative impact on us, we don't worry about it. Where I see struggle, like with my clients, is how, you know, when they're having struggles moving past a relationship, moving past, let's say, improving the quality of their health. Maybe it's improving the quality of their wealth, meaning, you know, how they spend money, how they make money, those kinds of things, relationships, is how we often hear people say, well, that's how I was raised. You know, that's, that's what I was taught. And so we don't even question those beliefs now that we're 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, I don't know, 70 years older than when we first had those beliefs 
shown to us and for us to either choose to accept them or not accept them. We just muddle through life as if they are the truth, as if they're written in stone and never question them. And I think this is where a lot of people can get stuck in this second stage of growth is not even being willing to look at their belief systems to see, are they even still applicable? Are they bettering my life in any way? Are they improving the quality of my life? Are they holding me back from truly living? Again, this is the hardest stage. You may also feel at times during this stage insecure. Because again, we're questioning, questioning things that we believe, questioning a lot of things. You may begin to doubt yourself and your thoughts because you're not sure where they came from or if they're even your own. Sometimes we say, well, we do it that way because again, that's how I was taught. Or we're not even acknowledging that. We're just like, well, that's the way I've always done it. Okay, but why? Well, I don't know. Because that's just the way I've always done it. These are good times to look at that, to say, is this still necessary? Is this allowing me to grow, expand, have new experiences, having a better quality of life? Some call this stage of the process a spiritual awakening because it's similar to waking up for the first time and seeing everything literally in a different way. And here's a little clue. We might do that more than once throughout our life's journey. And that's not a bad thing because we, we evolve, right? We're, not, we're no longer trying to take our first steps so we can figure out how to walk. No, we've gone to learning how to walk, to run, to jump. We've gone to learning how to read and write and do all kinds of things. So it would stand to reason that we should do the same similar things with our belief systems to see how are they hindering me from expanding and growing and, and maybe taking on that next thing. There is no set length of time that you spend in this stage. You know, it's not linear necessarily. You're not going to just be like, okay, I'm going to do this for five minutes and then poof, I'm on to number stage three. It's not the way it works. Again, there's no length of time and you will feel during however long it takes, you will feel a broad range of emotions from excitement of new beginnings of getting to do something new having a a new start to fear of the unknown to guilt for not coming to this realization sooner or even resentment and wishing to go back to the way things used to be it's entirely reasonable to start thinking that it's too hard and that you can't do it For an example, let's say you work for a company and you've been there for 10, 15, 20 years. Doesn't even have to be that long, but let's say, for example's sake, that you are, and you're burned out, you're you're tired of it. You just, you don't wanna be there anymore. The excitement, nothing's stimulating your brain to be excited about doing it or making a difference or anything, but you stay because of that paycheck but you're really not happy and 
you know, you might find yourself calling out sick more than you normally would or showing up late or whatever it may be. And then all of a sudden, one day your company has a downsizing and you unexpectedly get let go. On one hand, you might be super excited, like, whoo-hoo, I have been freed from that. I didn't, didn't see that coming, and man, I'm so excited. The world is my oyster, and I can go out and grab whatever I want now. And simultaneously, you could be thinking, holy crap, what am I supposed to do now? I have bills to pay. I have a family to take care of. I have so many responsibilities crap, 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 what do I do now? And then maybe even find yourself kicking yourself in the in the butt saying, dang it, I should have left a long time ago. I should have left on my terms rather than having this happen to me because now I don't have a choice. I just give that as an example of what could potentially be going on during this phase of personal growth, wherever that may be. Maybe you're going through a divorce. Maybe you're going through your own needing to get back in shape and, you know, take better care of your health. Maybe it's your finances. Maybe they've gotten out of control and you're finding yourself in a lot of debt and and you're really feeling the crunch of not having the money. Maybe you have reached that age of retirement and now you're like questioning your next phase. It could be anything. Just I just want it to be clear of what these different stages are in the hopes of if you can keep this in your back of your mind that it can help you as you go through it. And the third stage is surrender. Once you move through stage two, you will find yourself giving in a little bit. You will stop forcing things to happen and start letting go of some of the control that you've been white knuckling for so long. Perfectionism starts to fade. You will stop overthinking so much and start feeling more. Intuition starts to play a vital role in your life as you begin to trust yourself again. You realize that while you don't have control over how others treat you or specific events happen, you do have control over your thoughts, emotions, and actions. You slowly begin to change your belief systems and patterns and get more in touch with who you really are, who you've been all along, you're the same person, you're just having some different experiences. You're just having an opportunity to to do some new things. As you start to develop some of these new skills, your confidence will grow. You will see your potential and what you're capable of. Again, I think sometimes it's a good idea to be kicked out of the nest I think that's why there's some problems with folks that stay in the same job for 40, 50 years without any changes when they finally do leave that job, maybe for retirement. If they don't have any hobbies, if they don't have any extra interest, if they don't have a life outside of their identity of what they do for a living, there's a really high probability they're going to have some health issues. 
whether it be physical or mental. So it's really important that we stay in connection with ourselves and what's going on in our world and how we're responding to it. And the fourth stage is acceptance and execution. This final stage of personal growth is acceptance. There, This is where you fully accept that your life is entirely up to you and that you have full control over, control over your actions and your reactions. Once you start taking full responsibility for your life, the good and the bad, then you become free to change and grow, no longer bound to beliefs that you adopted so long ago when you were younger. Look, many of you that follow this podcast, you're no longer a child that you have to adhere to what your parents say. You're grown adults. And it's a really good idea if you have not done so already. And if you're struggling in a personal area of your life, that you go look at those beliefs. And if you're not really sure how to find them or what exactly they are, and I get that because you're, you're the closest source to them, is I'm going to encourage you to get in touch with me and for us to have a session so I can help you do that. And I'm going to tell you ways at the end of this episode how to do that. But I, if it's not me, then I'm going to encourage you to find somebody who can help you navigate through that because you don't have to stay stuck. You don't have to live with, well, this is the best my life is going to get. Again, that's your choice. But sometimes I think we say that because we're scared to move forward. And I want to be able to help you move forward because I think you have a vibrant life that's sitting right there at your fingertips that you may not even be aware of. The thing is, is also to understand bad things will continue to happen right? Disappointments are going to continue to happen no matter what. Life happens. And it's how we respond to that. It's, will you face it again and give up? Or will you again face other significant challenges in your life? Yes, of course you will. But understanding that at this stage, You've come up with a new set of questions that are no longer, why is this happening to me? How come this is happening to me? You're going to have questions like, how are these challenges really serving me? What opportunities can come out of this setback? How can I see the positive in this situation? This isn't being Pollyanna. This isn't being somebody walking around with rose-colored glasses. This is somebody that's asking more empowering questions to move forward in your life rather than being stuck in stage one of being a victim. Victims say, I'm a good person. Why is God letting this happen to me? Victims are, I can't seem to ever get ahead. Victims are, why can't I ever get a break? Those are the statements that somebody in that stage would, but you're not there. You might be in two, you might even be rolling into three, and maybe some of you listening right now just finished going through four in whatever area of life you are. Look, many of us have gone through a lot of things since COVID. 
you know, lots of <laughs> challenges and changes. And, and I'm sure you've gone through some of your own personal stuff as a result of that time period. So I'm also hoping in that and listening to these different stages can give you a little bit of guidance and uh, betterment for where you might be and, and where you might need to go. And as we wrap up this week's episode, if you find yourself somewhere in the middle of these stages, frustrated and not sure whether you can keep going, I hope I've helped you find some comfort in the knowledge that you're not alone and these feelings are only temporary. Sometimes it's we're pushing so hard against a closed door that we can't see that there's a window just right next to us open for us to go through because we're so focused on the past. We're so focused on wrestling, on letting go to move forward. Personal growth is a lifelong journey, a courageous one at that. You never complete it. It's something that you continuously work towards. And I'd like you to consider that that's actually a good thing as opposed to, oh crap, I'm always going to be growing. That is the goal, right? Is to grow, is to experience. I mean, imagine for a second if you stopped growing after your first attempt to walk, where would you be? You didn't because you're here. You're having other experiences since then. Our lives are filled with opportunities and experiences throughout them. And it's how we choose to identify those experiences as to whether their degree of difficulty is too much or not. It's important to understand that the pain of growth far surpasses the pain of being stuck in a life that you don't love. You will, moving through that growth, find that you experience feelings of peace and calm as opposed to lackluster, as opposed to numbness, as opposed to, hmm, that's as good as it gets. Because what if you live until you're 90 or 100, what a long way to live with that kind of an attitude when you can have so much more at your fingertips if you just were willing to reach for it. You begin to view the world with a renewed sense of curiosity and awe. Think of a little kid, how excited they get over things. Watching through a kid's eyes over seemingly the silliest things is so exciting right you can even you can even get an energy boost off of their excitement because it's that it's just that little act of being curious of playing of allowing yourself to not take yourself and life so stinking serious you might look back at the pain and see how much you've overcome and how far you've come with overwhelming pride and gratitude. And if you haven't, I'm going to encourage you to do that. 
it's important that we look at the things that we've achieved, look at the things that we've overcome, look at the things that we thought we could never do and where we are now and be so stinking grateful for it because you showed up for yourself. And you know during this stage that you're meant for more and you continuously seek out ways to improve and continue to grow because again, it feels so good. While this journey is definitely a tough one, it's also well worth it and it's gratifying. One of my favorite quotes by Jim Rowan is, don't wish for fewer problems, wish for more skills. If you have found this episode helpful or would like more topics on this, I'd love for you to let me know. I'm also going to encourage you to follow this podcast and share it. We never know who might be going through something and this particular episode or any episode in the series that I've done could be just the thing that they need to hear. How many times when I think about Oprah's aha moments, it's not that they're so super spectacular to Oprah. It's just that you may have heard the same thing over and over and over again through your life, but at one day, it's almost like this cosmic meeting of you and that thing that you've heard a hundred times, and you hear it for the first time that day, and all of a sudden, boom, that light bulb goes off. Or that, oh, yeah, and it just seems like the greatest thing in the world. It's been there all along. You just happen to align with it on the particular day that you heard it. And if you could use a little bit of help unearthing some of those beliefs or at least being able to identify them or more importantly, understanding how they are impacting or negatively impacting your life and you want to talk about that, I encourage you to get in touch with me. I'm going to share ways that you can do that. So the ways that you can connect with me, I'm on Instagram at Ask Dr. Kelly Ray. Kelly Ray is spelled K-E-L-L-Y-R-A-E. I'm on Facebook at Dr. Kelly Ray B, B as in brown. I'm on TikTok at Dr. Kelly Ray. My website is drkellyray.com. And my email is drkellyray at gmail.com. Until next week, please know I send you so much love.